Welcome to the podcast for Gateway Baptist Church. You're listening to a message from our Redlands campus. Find us at gatewaybaptist.com.au if you'd like to connect with us as we seek to change lives by following Jesus in our community, our nation and our world. Good to be with you all again. Uh, Great to have some restrictions lifted to allow just a few more people in. No masks. Can I get an amen? It's great to see your lovely faces and uh, your big smiles uh, as we gather here today uh, in Jesus' name. Hey, uh, when I was a teenager, you know, I used to remember some Sunday mornings uh, when my mother used to come, you know, plodding down the hallway, and I knew what she was doing. She was walking to my bedroom, and I remember these mornings where she would bang on my door, telling me to wake up, get dressed, we're going to church. And I remember as a teenager thinking and feeling like it was the last thing I wanted to do on a Sunday morning. You know, for me, being a teenager, church was a little bit boring. Uh, I wasn't all that interested. And I remember thinking that, you know, all I want to do is stay at home, stay in my pajamas, play an Atari computer game, because that's what was around back in the day, Atari. Any Atari lovers in the house? Look at you old school gangsters in the house today. I love it. But that's all I wanted to do because to me, having to wake up on a Sunday morning to go to church was boring. I remember those days. And, and then I grew up in age, maybe not maturity, but I got a bit older. And uh, when I became an adult, I also noticed that there were some Sunday mornings when I would wake up, and to be quite honest with you, I didn't feel up to going to church. You know, I didn't know if it was because, uh, you know, I was tired or maybe uh, there was a couple of Sundays before that didn't really hit the mark for me, if you know what I'm saying. Maybe there were other things going on that day that I wanted to be a part of, uh, and therefore church was just interfering what I wanted to do on that day. You know, maybe I wanted to catch up with my mates or go to the beach, do a bit of fishing, watch the footy, go to the V8 supercars down the Gold Coast one weekend. You know, there are some Sundays when I wake up and for whatever reason, I'm just feeling like I'm not up to going to church because I felt it was interfering in in what I wanted to do that day. And I will be honest, you know me, I live with my heart on my sleeve. I'm transparent. I throw it out there. Even as a pastor, there are some Sundays and I wake up and I'm like, Lord, give me the strength uh, to get through today and to do what I need to do. And I can't help but wonder if there are others who are in that boat right now. You know, for whatever reason, you, you, you wake up on a Sunday and parts of what we do when we gather, you find boring. Maybe there are other interests that you have and therefore you've got this competition going on in your head about do I go to church or shall I go and throw a line in the water or catch up with some mates or whatever it might be. I wonder if there are a few of you here this morning that are currently in that situation. You know, an anonymous source once said, the church's greatest challenge is not getting sinners into heaven, but it's getting saints out of bed. And that might be where some of you are today. You know, today I want to spend just a few minutes talking about how we can make the most of our Sunday gatherings how we can make the most of our time together as the church, as the body of Christ, when we come together to worship, to learn, to pray, to do ministry. Uh, I want to help us this morning to posture our hearts and minds in a way 
that when we come through these doors or we uh, check in online to watch Gateway Online, that we have a posture that is ready to receive from God and all that he may have in store for us at that gathering. And uh, I know that the importance of having the right heart and the right attitude can determine the outcome of your gathering with God's people on a Sunday. And I really want to speak into that today, making the most of your Sunday. You know, in his book, um, uh, Worship Matters, uh, G.K. Beale, uh, he talks about, about becoming the object of your worship. And, and he actually says that everybody worships something. And in fact, the object of the worship varies dramatically if you were to look around. Like, we obviously come to worship Jesus, but everyone worships something. There may be someone out of the church who's worshiping a career, finances, a relationship. Maybe there's an emotional uh, issue that they just can't let go. And in so doing, we pour our life, our time, our energy, our money into this object that is a focus of our worship. And G.K. Beale's proposal is that, well, if you become what you worship, then the object of your worship is important. And therefore, when we come together on a Sunday to worship Jesus, we are in fact becoming more like him. And that's the prayer of my heart. I hope that's the prayer of your heart. Can I get an amen if it is? That's good to hear. So we want to be ready. We want to be postured. We want our hearts and our attitudes and our minds to be in the right place so that when we gather to worship the one whom we want to be like, we're good to go. We're good to go. And I'm really believing that this year, as we commit to this, that our Sunday mornings can become the most inspirational and encouraging day of the week when, you know, as soon as we're done here on a Sunday, we get on that Eventbrite app and we claim our seat for the following Sunday because we come ready to hear from God and expectant of a movement uh, in this room. Making the most of a Sunday. Hey, if you've got a Bible, I'd love for you to turn with me uh, to the book of Psalms. I'm going to be reading from Psalm 100 today. We're actually continuing this summer favorite series where the campus pastors across Gateway are, are picking one of their favorite sermons and sharing it once again. And, and I plowed through my collection and, uh, and there was one that I have preached before, but I felt like it has a lot of relevance for today. And as I started reading through it, you know, God gave me some things to change and tweak and update, and uh, I believe the relevance is extremely high today. So Psalm 100, verses 1 to 4, King David, the military leader, wrote this, and he had a great heart for worship. Remember what he said? He said that uh, he would love to dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Uh, Psalm 100, the first four verses, we, we get a bit of a, an insight into the worship lifestyle of David. Have a listen to this. It says from verse 1, Shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. Know that the Lord is God. It is he who made us, and we are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Give thanks to him and praise his name. Hey, let me pray just quickly, and then we'll dive into some stuff from this text today. God, thank you for your holy word. 
a word that's been tested time and time again, but a word that has remained true and transformational. And God, we ask today that as we read this word, that you would speak to us, that you would begin to shape our hearts and mold us to be a people who worship you in spirit and in truth uh, and in so many other different ways. God, I ask today that you would help me deliver the message that you've placed on my heart and that you would be blessed and that we would be equipped to love you more and to serve you better. Bless our time together, I pray, and it's in the name of Jesus that I do. Amen. A few thoughts I want to share this morning about this whole making the most out of a Sunday. And the first one is to come with gladness. To come with gladness. Everyone say gladness. Love it. To come with gladness. First two verses said, shout for joy to the Lord all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. Now listen, this is going to be hard for some of you in the room who may naturally be gloomy. It happens. I know. And that's okay. But to make a shift from being gloom to being glad is actually difficult but possible. And, uh, and, and all I want to encourage us to do as we come together on a Sunday to gather in Jesus' name is to remind yourself that it's only a couple of hours, therefore, I'm going to come with my undivided attention. I'm going to come giving God the best that I have. I'm going to come with an attitude that says, God, I know I've got a lot of stuff going on, but right now I'm yours. Speak to me, and, uh, and here we go. And I want you to put a big smile on your face. I want you to walk through the doors, high five the welcome team as you come in. Don't worry about social distancing. High five your welcome team. Just remember that you are a child of grace. Come in glad that you are His and you've got an opportunity to meet with the maker of heaven who loves you dearly. You know, when we come to church with this, you know what, God, I'm going to give you my undivided attention for this time. Man, God begins to move in powerful ways. And I know that's hard because sometimes our weeks are filled with so many different challenges. You know, there's, there's so many things in our lives and maybe even in the church that we can complain about and that actually brings us down a little bit. You know, maybe on a Sunday you, you're thinking, oh, this, you know, singing, it's not really my vibe. You know, I'm not down with that. And plus, we sing songs that aren't from a genre of music that I'd prefer. And you know, that's my story. I'm hip-hop, R&B all the way, you know, all that kind of stuff. But, you know, the singing, the preaching, the communion, the prayers, all of that kind of stuff are just avenues and vehicles for worshiping the God who loves you so much. And when you get ready to prepare yourself to gather with God's people on a Sunday, man, we can move from gloom to glad when we think about the possibilities of what God can do if we give him our undivided attention and if we come ready and expectant to meet with him each and every Sunday. Come with gladness. Put a smile on the dial. High five some, seat, uh, high five some seats. High five some people. Sit down. Tell God you're ready. You're willing. Speak to me. And you watch him move 
in your life as you gather with God's people on a Sunday. But you know, not only can we come with gladness, but we can also come with a focus. We come with a focus. The importance of having our focus right is high. Once again, Psalm 100, verse 3, it says this, Know that the Lord is God. It is He who made us, and we are His. We are His people and the sheep of His pasture. Did you catch it? Know that the Lord is God. Know that it is Him who made you, and know that you are His. You know, sometimes when we come to church, there are so many distractions, so many. And in fact, our sinful natures, and that is this, this bit within us that, that, that drives us to worship something, and we obviously get that wrong sometimes, and that drives us to, to serve ourselves more than God Almighty. You know, the sinful nature has this, this way of distracting us from coming with gladness and giving God our undivided attention. And even right now in church, some of you might be thinking about the lunch plans you've got after the service. Some of you might be thinking about the heavy week that awaits you. Some of you might be in the middle of a difficult situation. You know, some of you know that a text message has already hit your phone and it's currently in your purse or in your pocket. And right now you're stewing over, should I pull it out and then look at that? Maybe some of you have already been trolling on your socials. I don't know, but it's funny how when we put ourselves in the presence of God with an undivided heart and fully devoted, ready to learn from him, that the distractions from the enemy and the sinful nature throws things in front of us to distract us from meeting with him and hearing his voice. The mindset to take is exactly what David was talking about in this psalm. You know, come with gladness, but come knowing that he is God, he made you, and you are his. That is the focus that we should have when we come together. And what really blows my mind, church, is that when we come with that focus, it actually releases us into a whole new level of freedom when it comes to our worship. Now, I don't know about you guys, but you know, sometimes when I come to church on a Sunday, ready to sing, uh, after a week where, you know, I know I've fallen short of God's glory, where I know I probably haven't hit the mark with something, you know, I feel like singing and putting my hand in the air, maybe too, because I get down like that sometimes, uh, is a little hypocritical, you know what I'm saying? And then there are other weeks when I come to church and I sit right here and I've had a great week, I've nailed everything that, you know, I believe God was wanting me to do that week. And you know, I was great, my character was above reproach and I was just doing everything so beautifully. And then I come here and then I lift my hands believing that I deserve to worship because I got it right for the week. You know, that both of those approaches is hindering our worship. Why? Because it's fixed more on us, the focus is more on us and how well or not so well we go as we follow Jesus. But when we come with gladness and a focus, not on how well or bad we do, but instead on God who made you and who owns you, there's a new level of freedom in worship that is released. And you can come here and you can close your eyes, you can lift your hands, you can clap, 
You can do a whole bunch of stuff and it's not gonna look, look hypocritical. It's not gonna be your reward for being so good the week before. It's all because God deserves it. Can I get an amen up in here? Come with gladness. Come knowing, knowing that your worship is being offered because God is God. He made you. You belong to him, whether you like it or not. Come knowing, come knowing. But you know, thirdly and finally, when it comes to making the most of a Sunday, when we come to worship and we, be, we become like what we worship, therefore let's come with the right heart and attitude and so on in place. You know, we come with gladness. We come with a focus. It's very important, very, very important that we also come ready to give, ready to give. And I'm not talking about money. I'm talking about being ready to give your time, your heart, your involvement, your participation in what happens here in the gathering and also during the week. You know, I've got a news flash for you. You know, what I do on this stage and what Jesse and the team do and anyone else does, you're not the audience. Guess who the audience is? It's God. You know, He is the audience. And we come together to worship the one who is receiving and who is watching. Everything we do is for God. And when we come with gladness and with a focus, we come ready to give to God. You know, and as I said before, you know, the, the preaching, the singing, the communion, the dedications, the praying for people, all of these are just avenues. And my heart for us as a church this Sunday, uh, and this year, should I say, is that when we come, come, come ready to participate and get involved and give. You know, when Jesse's leading, pray for him. When the preacher's speaking, pray for him or pray for her. You know, when, when the invitation's been thrown out to people to go deeper in their relationship with Jesus, you know, pray for them. You know, when baptisms are on, come along and encourage and support those who are taking that, that step of faith. Look for every opportunity to participate in what was going on. You know, Psalm 100, which is where we are, verse 4, it says, Give, give thanks to him and praise his name. You know, over the years, I have seen a sad pattern, a sad pattern of people who sometimes find themselves disconnected from the service or from the church or from giving, serving, or whatever. You know, I found this move from being disconnected to discontentment to then a departure altogether from the church. I've seen it time and time again. You know, and what breaks my heart is when I see people who come and they give and for whatever reason, and don't forget I'm talking giving, participating in church, and for whatever reason, maybe it was something Pastor Jason said last week or he said in one sermon or maybe it's, it's the worship or maybe or whatever it is, they've decided to pull themselves back a couple of steps and they camp there for a while and, and, and that's where complaints and criticism grows and then over time, it grows so much that the next step is an actual departure from the community of faith. It's a very dangerous and vulnerable place to be, and that's a place where you are not giving, participating, getting involved, praying for people, 
doing ministry both here or on a Sunday, whatever it might be. You know, consumer Christianity doesn't do you any good and it doesn't bring honor to Jesus. A contributor has the opportunity to see God move and to see God do great things and to be used by God to do those things. And when we gather here with gladness, with a focus, man, come ready to give yourself, your time, your energy, come to get involved, participate, sing, chuck a hand up, throw some amens at me while I'm preaching. Yeah, we're off to a good start. We're off to a good start. Because it's amazing what happens when you're engaged in doing something uh, in Jesus' name. Just quickly and on that, um, if you are unsure about you know, how you can uh, give and get involved either here on a Sunday throughout the week, uh, this, after this service, you can just head to the welcome desk um, and there's actually some information there that you can look at to help you find out and discover all the areas that you could possibly get involved in. Um, so if you're interested and you've been praying through that and thinking about it, uh, I'd encourage you, uh, yeah, go and see our welcome team at the desk after the service, and they'll, they'll show you what you can do. Hey, um, Sundays, I love them. It's my favorite day of the week. I look forward to coming here at 9 a.m. or whatever time we have Sundays, Services, it's 9 a.m. now. I come here every week looking forward to opening the words, to catching up with some of you. Uh, I say hand on heart with all sincerity, Sunday mornings is my favorite day of the week. And you know, I love to come and worship Jesus. You know, the, I'm inspired, I'm inspired by the number of people who follow him. He has more followers than anyone else in the world or history. You know, the impact he's had on this world and on history is more than anyone. That inspires me. And I love to come and just set aside an hour or two and give him thanks for what he's done for me. And all of the sin and the disobedience and the selfishness that caused a rift between me and God, you know, I thank Jesus that he came and took the punishment for that sin on himself and I can just live for him and with him coming together on a Sunday morning And doing that with you is my favorite day of the week. But I will say, I will say, there are Sundays where I've got to get my heart and my attitude in check. Where I've got to come ready. Because I want to make the most of my Sunday. And if I'm becoming like what I worship on that Sunday, I want to make sure that my worship is not just a lifestyle, as Paul talks about in Romans. It's not just public and congregational praise, you know, as it's said in the Psalms, and, and not just in spirit and in truth, which talks about the heart and the attitude, as John mentions, uh, or as is mentioned in John's gospel. I just want to make sure that my worship experience is ready to go, ready to go, so that I can experience whatever God might have in store for me when we join together as his people. And that's the part that excites me, the unknown of what God's gonna do when we come together and meet. So church, this year in 2021, you know, I'd love for all of us, all of us to prepare our hearts and our minds for worship by coming with gladness, with a focus, and also 
ready to give in, in one way or another. Because I believe that as we do, not only will you become more like Jesus, uh, but you will uh, have encounters with God that you may have never experienced before. And I don't know about you, but I'm really keen on that. And look, what I will say, what I will say is that this challenge to be prepared for worship and to come with those things uh, is going to be a challenge for me and my family uh, this year more than ever before. More than ever before. Uh, as most of you know, I've been serving here at Gateway Redlands uh, as the campus pastor uh, for, oh gee, nearly three years, two and a half years, nearly three years. And uh, it's been a wonderful journey with you and uh, seeing God do uh, some great things. Uh, but this morning, uh, it's with a heavy heart uh, that I wanted to let you all know that I'm finishing up as your campus pastor here at Gateway Redlands. Um, over the last few months, uh, I've really been wrestling uh, with where God wants me uh, in the long term, and uh, I am believing that there is a new season, both for this church and also for myself, uh, that is around the corner. And uh, full disclosure, I don't really know what that is yet. Uh, I just know that there is a, a new season of fruit that's going to take place in this church. And uh, a part of that is just going to require, I think, a change in leadership. And, uh, and there's also things on my side as well that, you know, I'm still trying to process through with God as to where he wants me and, and where he wants me to go. And uh, so there is a bit of processing to do there for me. Um, so over the Christmas holidays, uh, Angela and I were talking about this and praying through it and and wondering a whole bunch of different things, and uh, came back to, to work early this year, and uh, really just felt like uh, it's time for me to step in uh, to this new season. I've been up and down about whether I'm in, whether I'm not, uh, and I just believe, I just believe that it's a great season for you and for my family, and uh, that means uh, I've handed in my notice and uh, my last Sunday will be uh, Sunday, February the 14th, uh, which is three weeks uh, from today. Um, but I want you to know very, very clearly uh, that I love you, and I've loved uh, leading you in this role, and uh, we aren't going anywhere. Uh, we love Gateway. Uh, Gateway is our home church. Uh, we love and believe in the leadership of the church. We believe in the direction of the church. Uh, so we will continue to call Gateway our church home. Uh, so if you thought you were getting rid of me, I'm sorry. We're, we're going to be around and you're going to see us um, because, yeah, we really do love the church and believe wholeheartedly um, that uh, this is where God wants us. So we'll still be living in the Redlands, uh, how, uh, serving in Gateway in, in one way or another, um, but it's just time. It's just time. Uh, for me to uh, begin praying or continue praying through whatever this next season uh, that God has for me includes. Um, so uh, thank you very much for you know, your love and support of me. We've got a few weeks ready to go before I finish up and uh, we would love to see you here during those weeks. But more importantly, more importantly, I do really believe, and I would love, I'm, I'm, I've been struggling to preach all morning today, if you haven't worked that out, knowing I've got to do this, uh, but my heart for you is to really do what I'm talking about this morning, 
you know, and that is to, you know, make the most of your Sundays, make the most of being a part of the people of God. You know, come with your gladness, with a focus, come with a willingness to give and receive and uh, just believing that if together, and as I said, that's going to be something I've got to be disciplined with this year, together I believe we're going to see God move in mighty ways, uh, not just in the church, but uh, also our lives as well. Uh, and this morning we've got uh, Susan Ellsmore, uh, who obviously hosted before and is our associate pastor. Uh, she's here on behalf of the senior leadership team. You know, I'm just going to throw it um, over to her quickly. We hope you've been blessed by this message. If we can pray for you or you would like to take a further step in your relationship with Jesus, we would love to connect with you. Please head to gatewaybaptist.com.au and click on Get Connected to let us know.